episode 25 of millennials mimosas i'm madison morsh and i'm here with kim baker and we are reunited once again after a weekend apart Um, what is this is this becoming a trend in our relationship kim i'm getting upset not hanging out yeah yeah it is kind of sad okay we need to make sure we make plans this upcoming weekend i mean i did invite you to new york okay we've gone over this several times yeah the boyfriend's birthday i'll never get over it i'm sorry I promise our next trip, well, hopefully, we'll be <laughs> together. How was, how was Ross's birthday? It was great. Um, for those of you out there wondering what I got him for his birthday gift, I got him a Lululemon workout top. Can't go wrong. Uh, what else did I get him? A hat? Didn't you say a hat? Oh, I got him a Panthers beanie, like the one with the right. pom-pom. Classic. Just because he's been saying he's wanted one for the past six months and past six months and hasn't bought one for himself, so I figured that was a good gift. Yeah. And I also took him out to a super bougie Italian dinner. Yum. I had the best Italian in New York last night. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> New York has the best Italian food. I'm so jealous. I ate <laughs> so much pizza. Did you eat your way through New York? Yeah. Did you go much. to any of the pizza places that Dave Portnoy reviews? Honestly, I don't know. We went to this place called Pastafina. It right. was really good. We're going to have to look that up on the one bite. Everybody knows the rules app. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. I should have used the app. Yeah, wow. you should have used the app. Well, speaking of Barstool, I ran into two people from Barstool this weekend. Two. Dude. And I was only there for like 36 hours. New York City life, man. Yeah. So we're like sitting at dinner on Friday and um, we met up with... One of the Millies. Shout out, Ryan. Yeah, shouts, Ryan. Um, Actually, fuck you, Ryan, but JK, I love you. We'll get there. Um, And we turn around, and Ellie Schnitt is sitting at a table with two girls, like, behind us. Dude, I'm... When Kim texted me this, and I'm just chilling in my boyfriend's hometown of uh, middle of nowhere, North Carolina, (laughs) and Kim's out here partying with people from Barstool. (laughs) <laughs> okay, partying, not so much. I honestly didn't even say a single word to her. Yeah, but I was legitimately shook that you saw ran into Ellie Schnitt. Yeah, it was just weird. I was like, wait, is that her? And I was like, that's definitely her. And then I watched her, like, take a boomerang of them, like, cheersing their glasses. Wow, and then... such a basic bitch, just like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> and I checked her Instagram, and it was on there, and I was like, okay, it's definitely her. Um, Love that. But then the next day, we were at a bar, and it was like post-brunch so it was like two o'clock three o'clock maybe yeah and nate from barstool walks in and like comes to the bar and i guess is like looking for his credit card because then they were like oh it's up at the hostess stand and i like turned around and watched him like go up to the hostess stand and she like passed him a credit card and he just like got it and left i was like damn not closing your tab <laughs> classic there before. living your brand love yeah. that wait so, so is just... he cute irl um yeah i mean i couldn't really tell you had like a hood on oh okay I'm surprised you recognized him with a hood on and shit. I actually didn't. We were with another Millie, Haley, and she was like, that's Barstool Nate. I was like, oh, shit. I would not have even noticed. Damn, the Millie's coming out. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. The whole weekend, it was just all about podcasts, pretty much. Yeah, that's why I'm, like, low-key pissed that I wasn't there. I know. It was really good for, for the content, but... Honestly, like, and I know we were talking about this, I feel like I wasn't even really on my phone that much this weekend because... I feel like sometimes people get mad and, like, annoyed when you're on your phone too much and, like, you try not to be rude, especially when you're, like, on vacation and, like, seeing people that you don't normally see. Yeah. So, like, we don't think about it when we're together because... Oh, I'm just, like, (laughs) sitting here, sitting next to Kim for, like, an hour and a half, scrolling through Instagram, just not even speaking to her. And, like, every so often something will pop up, we'll discuss, and then just go back to... (laughs) Scrolling. The scroll life. But I feel like you don't really care as much when you see the person three plus times a week. Yeah. So it's not that big of a deal. But when you only see someone every so often, yeah, you do want to be more respectful of their time. Well, I think I just have a problem in general because I, like, get distracted kind of easily. And if I pull out my phone, if I get, like, one notification, that's why, like, 
my phone is always on do not disturb just because if I get one notification I pull up my phone out yeah I'll just like start looking at it and like get distracted from whatever I was doing yeah so the best thing for me this weekend so for those of you who haven't caught on yet I got to meet the parents this weekend um which was intimidating but exciting I guess that means he really likes me (laughs) but just turning this around on you this is just all for your no no but I mean so I brought my Apple watch because I stay connected (laughs) and after we got back from dinner on Friday night I realized my Apple watch was on 10% battery and I started freaking out and I go to Ross and I'm like do you have an Apple watch charger because he has one too and he's like no I didn't bring it home like my watch is on 100% I'm good for the weekend and I internally started being like, oh, my God, it's not going to track my exercise for the entire weekend. Wow, not that tough. I did a lot of exercising, <laughs> but I went on a couple brisk walks. I walked 10 <clears throat> miles on Friday, but. Yeah, that's New York for you. <laughs> but I was like, okay, so that kind of disconnected me, which was for the best, just because, like you were saying, meeting the parents, they definitely care if you're on your phone and you do not <clears throat> want to give that first impression that you are addicted to your cell phone, even though. That is 100% the case for me. <laughs> yeah. No, adults are, like, even more, um, like, critical about it. Like, they'll judge us just because we already have, like, the millennial stigma that we're obsessed with technology and yeah. everything. So I feel like I'm more careful around parents because yeah. you don't want to be that girl that's, like, glued to her phone. Yeah. not, like, present in the moment. Yeah. Especially parents that aren't super into social media and stuff. My mom is, like, queen of Instagram, but she is obviously not the norm. <laughs> And it's hard for me to adjust to that because I'm so used to being around her. Yeah. She's like, oh, let's take, like, a boomerang of us cheersing our drinks. Like, my mom will literally do that on Christmas Eve. And that is (laughs) not normal. God, you are, like, totally her daughter. Yeah, me and my mom are literally the same person. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, I think we've already given your mom a shout-out. But she's got a great Instagram. But she posted that picture of your brother's birthday, and I thought it was yours. Oh. Like, her caption and everything... It was just, like, I didn't even pay attention to the fact that it was her. Yeah. And I commented. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that you commented, and I was, like... Because I thought out, it was you. Came out here commenting on my mom's Instagram post, but Not yeah. that I wouldn't comment on her post, because she's cool, but... Yeah. It was my brother's it, birthday, so... <laughs> but moral of the story being that you guys have a... You guys both have a good Instagram aesthetic, and yeah. it's hard to tell apart. Yeah, it's all about the Instagram aesthetic. But, yeah, so I was just not used to that this weekend and I seriously kept my phone in the guest room where I was staying for uh the majority of the weekend as to not be that person because his parents like made comments about him being on his phone and I was like yeah mine's upstairs you're like yeah Ross come on what the fuck are you doing so do you think it worked do you think they like you um overall I mean he said his mom thought I was personable that's good I think personable is a good a good compliment yeah and a very accurate one um, but I, I think I left a good impression overall. I mean... I feel like as long as you're personable and you're not, like, rude, then they can't not like you. I made the bed. Nice. Number one thing you gotta do. Yeah. Highly recommend making the bed. Even Did you if bring they... anything? Yes. Oh, okay. also highly recommend bringing a gift. I was just gonna say, like, usually when you meet the parents, you, like, bring a little something. So especially I, if you're staying at their house. Yeah. I brought a candle. Aww. And it was a woodwick candle and it smelled really good. And it was, like, kind of bougie candle. Nice. So I was like, all right, I feel like this is a good hostess gift. Yeah. But I I couldn't not bring something. Yeah. Ross is like, why did you get my mom anything? I'm like, bruh. Guys don't understand. Yeah, they really don't. Guys, like, don't have the same amount of pressure, I feel like. Yeah, they really don't. But it's just weird, like, meeting the mom and dad, like, of a boyfriend. Like, I... I always say, like, dads actually are more intimidating to me than, like, moms, even though moms, I feel like, are very territorial over their sons, especially, but yeah, dads are, like, honestly low-key the scary ones. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I've had a few boyfriends in my day whose parents I've met. <laughs> Just a few. I don't know if that's a humble brag or if that's, I'm a serial dater, but <laughs> either way. Um, anyway... I've definitely run into the most difficulty connecting to dads in the past, but this weekend went really smoothly. Yeah. So that was really a number one good sign overall. Yeah. His dad was super chill and very, very kind. Easy to talk to. Easy to get along with. Well, I think especially if, like, your boyfriend's... If your boyfriend doesn't have a sister, like, the dads don't really know how to act around girls. Yeah, for sure. So it's hard for them. And, like, 
we take it personally, but I feel like a lot of times they just don't know how to act. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's 100% accurate. Like, if you are used to only having sons and being around obnoxious boys all the time, yeah. Fun it's fact, definitely weird. I've never dated a guy with a sister. Really? Yeah. Never? Well, uh, like, seriously. Yeah, like, meet parents type. Serious. Yeah. Okay. So I've never, like, because I feel like the sister would be the most intimidating. Yo, I girls feel are like, judgmental as fuck. I feel like I am so intimidating for any girl my brother has ever brought home. And it's funny because I'm actually so chill and really, really nice. But every time one of his girlfriends has met me in the beginning, they are, like, super nervous. I can automatically tell. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I've always been really kind to all of his girlfriends. And then I'm... I mean, we all follow each other on Instagram still, so <laughs> shouts, girls, thanks for those likes. <laughs> One it of them follows the podcast account. I'm like, all right, girl. Nice. <laughs> Hope you're listening. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do think that a sister would be super intimidating. The only... I'm trying to think. I think I only ever dated one guy with a sister, and it was, like, my first boyfriend ever. Yeah. And she was so nice because she was, like, six years older. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, so much of an age difference that... She wasn't trying to be a bitch. Like, two years or so, that's, like, the scary age difference. Yeah. And especially when, like, you're in high school or something and you're younger, Mm -hmm. then I feel Mm -hmm. like it's more intimidating. But now that we're older, it's, like, if you meet the sister, usually she's, like, visiting, too. So it's, like, nobody's, like, really living at home unless they're younger. So Yeah, it is kind of weird now because it's, like, you don't really meet the siblings Unless it's, like, a whole family gathering. Yeah. Or unless, like, they live in the same town. Right. Because Ross has never met my brother because he's in college in Ohio. Yeah. But I've met his brother, but only once. Yeah, I haven't introduced my brother to a lot of people, I don't think, because he, like, is just not around all the time, but... Yeah. Well, I've met your brother. Yeah. The real... The number one girlfriend has met... (laughs) Has met met your brother, so that's really all that matters. I know. When I took you home to meet the parents. Yeah. That was big for us. (laughs) That was big for, big for our relationship. You you still haven't met my mom, have you? No. I feel like I have, Actually, but I haven't. Yeah, so my mom and I were on the phone the other day, and I talk about you way too often. Like, <laughs> Aww. Just because, obviously, BFFs. Yeah. Um, uh, my parents know all about you, too. And my mom's just like, I feel like I've met Kim, but I haven't, and I just need to meet her. Yeah. Well, sometimes she'll FaceTime you or, like, call you yeah. and I, like, talk. <laughs> yeah, it's just not the same, though. Yeah. You well, gotta get the in-person interaction with MB. We have to go to Arizona and visit. Yeah. Oh. And I'll bring her a little gift. So I think I'm going to Arizona with Ross. <laughs> really? Without me? He's, like, begging me to go, so. Yeah. No, that'd be a fun trip, though. Yeah. So he gets to meet the parents. Oh, wait, he already well, met you. Yeah, so he mom. met my yeah. mom. He met my mom very early on in our relationship, which I think is kind of entertaining. I never talked about it on the podcast because it was, like, so early on in our relationship that I wasn't even talking about our relationship at all. <laughs> but she was just in town, and he was like, well, I guess I'll meet her. And I was yeah. like, are you sure? Sometimes I feel like people make it a bigger deal than it is. Like, meeting the parents <laughs> doesn't mean that you're, like, going to get love. married or anything. Yeah. Especially if they're, like, in town. It's like, okay, well, like, I would bring a friend that... I'm, like, kind of close with, like, out to meet my parents just because, like, your parents want to know, like, who you're hanging out with. Exactly. It doesn't, like, mean anything, like, significant. Yeah, and it's, like, she was just, like, hanging around and he was here, so I was, like, well, we might as well go out to dinner. Yeah. And it was so casual. Yeah. It was not, it was not, like, I mean, I don't think it was intimidating for him. Yeah, no. I mean, my mom is super easy When you're, like, going out to dinner or something like that, it's, like, less intimidating. Yeah. Than, like, going to the parents' house for the weekend. That's... That's definitely a hard first meet. Yeah. Just because, I mean, there's no precursor. You have no idea what these people are like. Yeah. And, I mean, this is still pretty early on in your relationship. I mean, kind of. Yeah. I don't even know how long we've been dating. Like six months. Yeah. Um, I guess. (laughs) Probably almost six months because... Do we even know? (laughs) I actually do know the exact day that you and Ross met because when I was on the plane today, I had nothing else to do, so I was going through my old photos and deleting them. And I found a photo from us at Selwyn Pub that night, and it Wait, was... Wait, there's a photo of us from that night? No, no, of Mary and I, but oh. it was from that night. <laughs> and it was June 8th. June 8th. June 8th. But not that that's when you guys first started dating, but... No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it took a little bit after that, so I figured it's about six months now. Yeah. That is a, a whole interesting thing. Like, when do you actually define it? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 
Kim's rolling her eyes right now. <laughs> DTR is like is the bane of everyone's existence. Yeah, especially I feel like we probably touched on this at some point or another in yeah, one of our episodes, but for sure, like our generation just makes it so hard to like talk about what you're feeling and what you want that defining the relationship almost never happens. Defining the relationship did happen 10 years ago, I would say. 2009. Yeah. When you go steady. Yeah, that was when uh that was when you were Facebook official with people. Oh yeah, FBO. Mm-hmm. That was that was the time to be alive when you could be FBO with someone. Except that like caused more drama than it needed to, I feel like, and people rushed into it just so they could be like FBO, FBO. Mm-hmm. because I feel like people were FBO that they hadn't even like kissed before. I think like, I was FBO with a guy in like middle kissed. school. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely accurate because I think I was FBO with a guy in, like, eighth grade and I didn't even kiss a boy until high school. Yeah, and then you, like, change it to, like, it's complicated because, like, Johnny didn't call me after gym class and, like... Johnny didn't call me after... (laughs) And then you just, like, break up with him on Facebook. Actually... (laughs) Kim, please tell me you didn't break up with someone on Facebook. (laughs) Or, or, I'm sorry, AIM? Do I have to say AIM? No, no. So, in high school, one of my boyfriends... This was such a bitchy move, now that I look back at it. This was... Okay, so this is the reason why this... Wait, this was in high school? This was the dude who rode on my sidewalk, oh, in my God. driveway. This is, this is probably why he did it, because I totally just fucked him up. Like, <laughs> I changed my relationship status on Facebook, or I, like... I didn't change it to, like, broken up. Obviously, I'm not that stupid. I don't think broken up is a relationship Or, like, status, single Kim. or whatever. But I think I, like, took it off my profile. Yeah. And he was like, why did you do that? And I was like, well, I've been meaning to tell you. <laughs> I was like, I want to break up. Kim, that's fucked up. I know. What's wrong with me? Well, we were in high school, so I can't blame you that much, but... He still hates me to this day, and I understand. If you're listening... <laughs> I know he's not listening, so I don't really care. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. What a true apology. I'm sorry. Making amends via podcasting. His um, parents did not like me, for the record. Oh, God. They were really intimidating, actually. His dad really? was super intimidating. I feel like I've never had any specific parents not like me at all. I've maybe had dads that weren't the biggest fans of me, but I've definitely never had parents that straight up hated me. Yeah. I feel like it's hard. I mean, especially us. Like, we're both, like, very personable, but... I mean, I just try to talk as much as possible, so... A I lot think of that's times, like, my first impression, reaction, like... Guys will tell me that their parents said that I was shy. Really? And then once I, like, come out and, like, talk more, then they like me. And they, they don't not like me when they first meet me. They're just, like, their comment is always, like, yeah, like, she's nice. Like, she's just, like, a little shy. I think it takes a minute, even for me, who I'd say I'm a little bit more outgoing than you are. Yeah. It takes a little bit of time for me to fully feel comfortable enough to, like, oh yeah be myself fully and, like, get out of my shell. And just... I think, yeah. I'm just, I worry, like, so much about people liking me, especially parents. Like, I'm one of the ones who, like, puts more pressure on meeting parents than it should have. Yeah. But... I don't know, like, sometimes I feel like that just makes me more, like, reserved and quiet. Like, I'll, like, engage in a conversation, <laughs> yeah. but I don't want to come on too strong. Yeah, so I feel like I, I agree. always, like, dial it back, you know? And I also don't want to, like, bring things up that are controversial. Yeah, you have to test the waters Oh, first. my God. Like, politics came up this weekend, and it really freaked me out because I just didn't want to say anything. Yeah. Oh, God. And but then you don't want to not say anything and then, then be, like, waiting for wow, your opinion. Wow, she has no opinion on anything. But they're, like, clearly Republicans, but not... Trump fans and okay. I was like okay I can fuck with that that's like a lot of people that I know these days but I was like I okay like that's, that's like a that's like a I, I was like okay I feel like I can like openly speak yeah. but his mom was like yeah well like you're from Connecticut so I just assumed you were liberal I'm like <laughs> <laughs> damn I'm like I mean a little bit <laughs> That's so awkward to talk about politics on the first meet. I know it is. And also, they asked me what religion I am. What? Oh my god, you got grilled this weekend. I didn't get grilled, but <laughs> somehow, people they, we were talking about religious people, and one of their family friends is super religious or something, and mm. somehow religion got brought up, and I'm like, fuck, this is not a conversation I want to have right now. And... I think we've talked about this in the podcast, but me and Kim were both raised Catholic and never got confirmed. <laughs> we are literally the same Such person. Such a tragedy. First communion, baptism, but and we just gave up no after that. Um, and I was like, yeah, I was raised Catholic, but, you know, I'm not that religious, but I was never confirmed. And then I was like, am I speaking too much? I was like, fuck, I think I might have said too much. 
I'm like, my brother went to Catholic high school, though. He was confirmed. Yeah. They're like, <gasps> she's an atheist. And I'm just like, fuck, I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> yeah. But it's, a- it's just hard when, like, controversial, like, religion yeah. and politics are, like, the worst things to because, ever like, discuss. what else do you talk about? Like, obviously, they're going to ask you about your job and, mm-hmm. like, things like that. But if you don't have anything in common, it's, like, kind of hard to, like... Just bring up random topics, you know? Well, and, like, the news was on at one point, so that's why politics got brought up. Okay. So, I mean, because the government shut down and shit. Yeah. So, that was just, like, and a I conversation. And I think that's kind of a normal dinner and table talk. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like, contentious or anything. Thank yeah. God. My family is psycho when it comes to politics, so... Really? I get really worried when it comes up in conversation. Oh, see, my mom and my dad are, like, opposing viewpoints, so... Wait, really? Yeah. That's we, like, crazy to me. We, like, never talked about politics growing up just that's like they so like know great better. i love that but my dad is pretty like into it like he'll like say some shit and i just kind of ignore it mm-hmm. but when my mom's sister comes over for like thanksgiving and stuff like they yeah. go at it it's like kind of funny yeah <laughs> like when our not like ours like whatever direct family mm-hmm. that's usually fine but when the grandparents and cousins and aunts and uncles are involved like christmas thanksgiving excuse me i just hiccup. <laughs> um it, it can get it can get rowdy because my family is very strong opinionated with their they're very strong about their opinions and yeah. they're not Same afraid to back down like they'll they'll stand for what they believe in so how do you feel about inviting like boyfriends over for a holiday do you think that's like less intimidating or more intimidating because like okay. there's a reason why they're coming but also yeah. holidays are like super family time okay so this was actually like a huge argument in my last relationship like who do you go to see no No. not who do you go to see whether you spend the holidays together or not oh so we had been dating for almost two years and i am like a big holiday girl obviously we've discussed this on our holiday christmas girl huge christmas girl and i was so into spending at least thanksgiving or christmas together because you've been dating for a while like if we eventually want to like be together don't we want to know what it's like to spend the holidays with each other's families? Yeah. And I was so... I tried so hard to make it happen, and he was not about it. Was this in college? No, it was post-grad. Okay. Like, I mean, we ended up breaking up before the holidays. <laughs> you know what? Here's a solution. Let's just break up. <laughs> that ended up being the solution. But, like, a couple months before, I mean, you're, like, planning the yeah, few right. months coming up, and I was, like trying to make it happen and he was not about it and i'm like the fuck that I is guess, weird i feel like some guys are very like nervous about that yeah kind of that's stuff. What and I was it was saying. weird because we had met each other's parents so it wasn't like it was a first meet or anything yeah but i guess like some people are protective over the holidays with their families but i'm the kind of person like if i'm in a relationship with you like obviously hopefully if you're at the point where you want to spend a holiday with them I'm you love them I would say yeah I mean if you're if you're not saying I love you and you're trying to spend the holidays together okay like dial it down right but I would say that if I'm at that point in my relationship I probably want to spend the holidays or at least try to spend a holiday with you yeah just because I care about you like I care about my family right exactly I want to merge the two that's why I was curious what you thought because like Part of me feels like it's less pressure because there's, like, a reason you're not just, like, going home because it's, like, okay, I'm bringing you home because, like, we're at this level in our relationship. Right, yeah. And there's so much pressure and I want my parents to meet you and, like, if it doesn't go well, then, like, whatever is going to happen. But it's kind of, like, okay, we're dating around Christmas time. Like, my family always does something, like, do you want to come with kind of thing. Yeah. So I feel like it could go either way. I think it could be a chill sitch because you have, like, things to talk about. Yeah. Like, the holiday itself. And it's different, like... Like, depending on how far away they live. Like, I yeah, used to drive sure. home, so it's, like, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like guys that live in the same town as their parents, like, going for holidays isn't a big deal. Because you yeah. go for, like, Thanksgiving it's definitely or Christmas more or something. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, this weekend was kind of like that. Like, it was Ross's birthday last weekend, so that was kind of the reason we went home. Mm-hmm. So it made it feel like there was actually a purpose to the visit. Yeah. So it wasn't, like... Oh, like, we've been dating for six months. Like, here's my new girlfriend, Madison. Mm-hmm. Which makes it less intimidating. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it definitely depends, like, on the situation and But I definitely, su- I definitely support holidays with significant others if you're at that level. Yeah. I mean, everyone's different, but I'm a big holiday girl, and I'm trying to spend it with everyone. If I could spend Christmas with Kim, I would. Aw, maybe I'll come 
to your family's house for Christmas. I mean, you're more than, you're more than welcome to. We Actually, I had a boyfriend in and not in high school in college that came to Arizona for Thanksgiving with my family. Really? Yeah, it was actually kind of weird. We had only been dating for a year, and he came. Huh. But, well, as I I said, mean, I, I had a lot of fun. It was kind of nice. Yeah. I didn't have to deal with my family as much. <laughs> um, as I said in one of our holiday episodes, my, like, mom worked as a nurse growing up. Yeah. So, like, we never actually did holidays, like, on the real holiday. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, like, used to spending holidays with other people's families. So, yeah. like, our family doesn't put a big significance, like, on holidays so they yeah. don't care if i'm not there which i feel like is <laughs> that just sounded so depressing i know no one gives a fuck if i'm there for christmas <laughs> well you know how sometimes like your mom or dad like gets <clears throat> mad they're like wait like spend like the holidays with us like we want you there like yeah. that's not fair you can't like go to your boyfriends or whatever right my parents are like yeah yeah sure go we'll just do thanksgiving the next day <laughs> i'm like okay so I usually, like, nice. I had, like, two Thanksgivings growing up, because I would go to, like, my best friend from, like, elementary school's house. Yeah. And, um, because they would always do a big thing. Yeah. So that's why I've always wanted to, like, marry and, like, have a bunch of kids and do, like, a big family Aww. type thing, because that's, like, kind of what I grew up, like, kind of seeing. Yeah. But never having. <laughs> wow, Kim. <laughs> I get that, though. I do. Sorry, I'm kind of hungover. When I'm hungover, I get really in my feels. Yeah, Kim's really emotional. Also, do we hear this, like, tickle in my throat? What is happening to my voice? I don't hear it. <clears throat> I also, like, can't hear shit because we went to a club last night, and being on the plane and shit, my ears are just, like, <laughs> so Yeah, so, so let's talk about New York. I want to hear all about it. It's my favorite city. In- well, okay. Milan is my favorite city in the world. <laughs> Wait, did you study abroad? But New York is my second favorite city. yeah. No, it was it was super fun, um, all in all. But it was like weird going there because the last time I was there, I think I realized was like twelve years ago. Twelve years. Yeah. Wow. So like my mom is from New York, so we used to go and like go to the city like every mm-hmm. summer. Um, not every summer, but like growing up, I went like a lot. And obviously, it's different now that I'm older and I can drink and I'm doing different things than I was when I was going with my family. Yeah, I remember the first time I went to the city when I could drink, and I didn't even club or anything, but just drinking and, like, being in the city, being free in the city. Like, being able to do whatever the fuck you want because you're not with your parents. I thought you meant, like, free drinking. I was like, oh, that shit's not free. Oh, no. (laughs) It's the very opposite. (laughs) No, I mean, being free. Physically free. It's a different feeling. It definitely is. And it's kind of, like, overwhelming, honestly, because when we first got there... I'm, like, usually a really big city girl, but I'm a big, small city girl. (laughs) A.K.A. Charlotte. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, I like something that's a little bigger than Charlotte, but I don't know. Like, sometimes it is kind of, like, intimidating, like, being around all those buildings. Yeah, for sure. But I did kind of feel better, like, after we, like, went to, like, Fifth and, like, Central Park. Mm -hmm. And, like, being outside of the city just a little bit, like, you can breathe a little bit. But, like... Honestly, you can't even breathe, like, walking through the city because it smells so bad that, like, sometimes you just have to hold your breath. Yeah. And... Oh, God. That is the worst part of New York. Yeah. The smell. And so it took a little getting used to and a couple beers, and then I was fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was scared to get on the subway. I had to drink before I got on the subway. Really? I clearly have, like, an alcohol problem when it comes to transportation. Anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> But I can say I did not drink for the plane this morning, and I was fine. I'm so proud of you. I mean, I got anxious, but it was fine. I made it. You made it. That's all that matters. <laughs> I thought I was going to throw up on the plane, but it's fine. You didn't, right? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. But I, I, like, actually looked for my bag and, like, made sure I had it, like, in the front <laughs> because I was, like, just got to know that this is here. Oh, uh, <laughs> one, time, one time I was actually – I was flying out of Newark, so not quite the city, but close. And I had never been more hungover than that day. Oh, yeah. And – I had to make sure that there was a throw-up bag. I didn't throw up, though, either. But you have to you have to do the double check. I, there was just so much wrong with me. I was like, <laughs> my stomach hurts, my head hurts, I have anxiety. And I was, like, asking my friend. I was like, should I take my uh, – or should I take Advil? Should I take my anxiety medicine? Or should I take, like, something for my stomach? Because I don't want to take all three. She was like, what? Like, just don't take anything. <laughs> Wait, so did you take anything? I took one Advil on the plane. One Advil? Does that even do anything? Well, I don't know. Like, sometimes I don't want to take medicine when my stomach's already, like, fucked up because it hurts it more. You know? I do. But I'm a I also... Tylenol girl. I was like, I don't want to take any of this medicine because I feel like I could throw up at any minute and I don't want to waste it. That's true. Tylenol sometimes makes me throw up. 
when yeah. I'm hungover. Well, I also didn't want to take Tylenol because I, like, already destroyed my liver. Yeah. So, what did you guys do? We, okay, so, um, Friday, um, did a lot of walking. Like, literally walked 9.6 miles, I think. And, um, we went to the Met. Fuck yeah. Which was awesome. I love the Met. And we just did some touristy shit. Like, we walked through Times Square and got, uh, Grand Central. I mean, you gotta. Central Park, yeah. Yeah, the last time I was in New York, uh, I tried to go to the Met and it was closed. What? I think it was on a Thursday. They're closed one day a week, and the one day that I was in New York, the Met was closed. I was so pissed. Tragic. And then I also wore heels. What? Why? Um, because I was going to a Broadway show and I was trying to look bougie and cute, and I ended up walking pretty much the same as you, like, nine miles. Yeah. And I walked nine miles in heels throughout the city, and I wanted to die at the Dude, end of the day. Dude, fuck that. It was, like, so cold. I had my <coughs> Adidas, my little, what are they called? The cloud foam things. The, the cloud foam? The basic bitch Adidas that oh, everyone yeah. has. Basic I don't really bitch. know what they're called. Um, but they're super comfortable to walk in, and I was looking cute, so. Yeah. I got that you, grandma. Yeah, you got a grandma. <laughs> you looked fly as hell on that gram. Thanks. Shout out to my coworker Taylor for letting me borrow her jacket. I felt like a true New Yorker. It had yeah. like the fur hood and everything. Yeah. I was like, you can't even tell that I'm from North Carolina. No, you couldn't. <laughs> I swear that that Graham was a gram of a a local. Yeah, for real. For nice. sure. Good to know. Yeah, you you were killing it. Um, and then Saturday we just drank, um, all day. We Got went to brunch. Gotta start with bottomless mimos at brunch. Oh yeah. Well, the great thing was is that it was like twenty one dollars. For bottomless brunch drinks. So I started with a bloody. Wait, 15? 21. 21. Sorry. I don't even. <laughs> I said 21, right? I don't know. <laughs> I think you, you were thinking 15 in your head, but I said 21. Yeah. And 21 is really good for New York City. You could get like bloodies, bellinis, or like mimosas. And like she said, if four more people order like the same thing, she just like brought like a, a craft to oh, the, that's dope. the table. Yeah. I would have been chugging those bloodies down. And the food was super good. Like, one of the girls you're with got, like, M&M pancakes. And Yum. they, like, looked so Instagram-worthy. But just trying not to, like, have my phone out, you know, because I was with people. Wow. I'm so <laughs> proud. There's no way that I would have not Instagrammed brunch. Well, I put my bloody on my story because, you know, I got yeah. to. I saw Haley's waffles on her story. Yeah. She had, like, a chicken and waffle sandwich. Oh, my God. It looked it so looked good. It looked good as fuck. I, I got the like... same thing that I got in Nashville. Like, the pork belly, like kind of grilled cheese thing oh yeah it was so good yeah my uh not so brunch breakfast yesterday was at like the local diner in <laughs> middle of nowhere North Carolina. cheese but it was like you know those breakfasts in those little cute hometown diners sometimes yeah. they're the best breakfasts. no that like little town is actually really cute i've yeah. been there but like definitely not charlotte <laughs> I was like... It could be worse. The prices on the menu, I was just like, holy shit, this is the cheapest food I've seen. Yeah, so pretty much we were like opposite sides of the spectrum yeah, this weekend. Yeah, I was like out here... Well, I didn't spend any money this weekend. Shouts to the boyfriend's parents. <laughs> nice. Um, but just like looking at the prices on the menus for the restaurants we ate at, I was just like, this is insane. Like, this is like half the price of things in Charlotte. And Kim's out here with like three times the price of things in Charlotte. Yeah, our brunch bill was like 390 <sighs> I think. Your brunch bill was 390 I think our breakfast bill was like under $30. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere we went, our bill was like 400 average. Holy fuck. Drinks are expensive as fuck there, but... Yeah, that, that's the problem with New York. I want to live there, but I'm like, I think I might be, have to be homeless. <laughs> I know. We were with our friend, and we were, like, pointing at places. We were like, oh, that place looks cool. He's like, eight grand a month. He's like, point anywhere. I'll tell you how much it costs. <laughs> He's like, seven grand probably a month. I was like, wait, what? Like... <laughs> For a two-bedroom? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. One-bedroom? but... Like, the fact that, like, somebody can pay uh, eight frightened. grand a month for just rent. Like, there's so many other expenses. Yeah, I mean, I understand their salaries are more, but holy fuck. Yeah, still. It I'd be I'd be broke. Yeah. Speaking of being broke, I bought um, a new pair of AirPods because I lost mine. Yeah, for those of you <laughs> following the saga on Twitter, Kim lost her original pair of AirPods. No idea where they went. I am convinced that they're in your car or That's what in your dad's keeps... car. Okay, my mom looked, and usually she's, like, a good looker, but, like... 
I don't think she did a good enough looking job. Yeah. She's probably trying to punish me. She probably found them, and she was like, you don't deserve them back because you lost them. I guarantee you they're at your, <laughs> your parents' house. I'm and there's so just convinced. no other way that they could be. Like, I... I mean, they're not in my house. They're not in your house. Yeah, I don't think I brought them to your house recently. I only use them at work, and then and when I go on runs, like, I don't even take them to the gym. And not you, that I even go to the gym anymore. And the worst part is she lost the case, so that means that they were placed somewhere. That's yeah. why I think that they're in the car. They're all together. Like, I think they just fell out of my bag or something. But you can actually track them, which I did not know. But they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. The last place they said they were is, like, last Thursday at my office. And I know I had them, like, Friday. And they're not in my so office. So sad. So. So, yeah. So, she spent $220 <laughs> on AirPods in the fucking airport. Listen, it was a rash decision. <laughs> I will admit. No, Kim. That was the dumbest decision I've ever seen anyone make. Just, you couldn't have used headphones for a weekend. Uh, you're making my Sunday scaries worse. I don't want to talk about it. I'm sorry. Um, I, honestly, I wasn't even drunk. Like, it would have made more sense. Were you if- any drinks deep? No. It was the first thing I did. I walked through security and I was like, oh, look at this store. And I said, do you have AirPods? Okay. I like wasn't like fully ready to commit to buying them yet. I was just curious if they had them because I had already like called two places in Charlotte and they were sold out. Yeah. I was offering to drive to (laughs) Walmart, Best Buy, the Apple store for Kim to buy her AirPods. Yeah. But none of them them had them. I know. So I think I was just so excited that they had them in the first place. And then he was like, yeah, they're 200. And I was like, fuck, okay. Um, And then he, like, put two on the counter, and he was like, well, since there's no other places in Charlotte that sell them, like, you should just buy two and, like, resell them. Like, this dude was, like, really trying to sell me hard. And then he was like... Wait, he was telling you to buy two pairs of AirPods? Yeah, so, like... Imagine if you dropped, like, $400. So that's what I'm saying. He made me feel better about my decision just to buy one pair. I was like, well, at least I didn't buy two. Wow, that's a good fucking salesman. And I turned down the portable charger, so I was feeling pretty good about myself. Oh my god, he tried to get you to buy a portable charger. See, I feel like people know that, like, I'm the kind of really gullible person that's just like, oh, you're right. Kim is, like, the definition of the person that gets swindled by a salesman. Yeah. That's not a good person to be. Story for another day, but one time we got (laughs) swindled so hard in college when, like, the four of us girls lived in a house this dude comes up to our door and, like, oh trying to sell us a vacuum or something. Long story short, he ends up, like, inside of our house, like, using the vacuum. And <laughs> one of our roommate's boyfriends was like, get this guy the fuck out of your house. Like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, I don't know. It just happened. He, now he's inside, like, doing our carpet. <laughs> and we Googled it. And apparently it was, like, a scam. Well, I said story for another time, but now I'm just telling the story. Um, it was, like, a scam going around that they would have two people and, like, the one would be inside distracting you, like, cleaning your carpet or whatever, and the other one would, like, go around your house, like, look for, like, open windows and stuff, <laughs> and then they would come back and break in. So then we started texting each other, like, as this guy's cleaning the, the carpet, and we're like, holy shit, we need to get this guy out of our house. My friend sends, like, the screenshot of the news article, and we're like, oh my god, oh my god. Can and we hear- called the police. <laughs> And they were, like, so confused. We were like, you guys have to go. And they were like, what? You could have been murdered. I know. The funniest part was that they showed up with, like, one of those little Glade candles that you get from, like, Walmart or something. And I think that was, like, how they, like, got in. What do you mean? Because they distracted us. I don't know how it happened. They were just like, here, like, we, like, brought a candle, like, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, the holidays. And the funny part was, too, we had, like, this giant red wine stain on our carpet. And my roommate was like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you can test it out. Like, you, we actually have a perfect stain for you to test it out on. <laughs> we were like, we were just trying to clean our carpet, and now we're going to get murdered. Like, how did this happen? You are so naive, Kim. This this worries me for your safety. This I is know. why I don't know if you could live in New York this City. This is what I'm saying, too. Like, I feel like I would get murdered. So did you go, speaking of um, scammers, did you go to Chinatown or anything? No, I really wanted to. It was on my list, but, like, by the time we went to the Met, we spent so much time there that, like... It wasn't really happening. I know. I was really out here trying to get Kim to buy me a fake Fendi bag. I texted Madison. I was like, we're going to Chinatown. I was like, want me to get you some fake shit? She was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like so in on the fake shit. I know. I wanted a bag they too. They have really good fake stuff in, in Chinatown. I had a fake Prada bag from there. My grandpa was like friends with so many people. Oh. <laughs> My grandpa's like super Italian and like has all the connects. Yeah. And he like, we. I mean, since we grew up in Connecticut, we went to New York all the time. And... <clears throat> I had so many fake coach bags, Prada, Gucci, like, as, like, a legitimate seventh grader. It's, like, literally, like, Alibaba, except, like, 
in real IRL. Yeah. Yeah, my grandpa had the hookup, so I had all the good the good fake shit. Um, one of the times that we went to New York as like a family. Yeah. I remember we bought little little turtles like from somebody in Chinatown. And wait, real turtles? Yeah. Why? Turtles have salmonella. Well, okay. Well, my mom made us like throw them away when we got back. Not throw them away. But... <laughs> Kim, I don't know. Kim is a turtle murderer. I don't know how this happened. I guess we were able to like get back on the plane with them. Yeah, I was confused. How how did you mail these back to North Carolina? No, we like brought them. I think yeah. And then I named it Oreo because it was like the size of like a little Oreo. Oh, that's and cute. my mom told me that we. Oh my god, I'm so naive. So my mom said that we. It was, like, illegal to have them because we, like, brought them back from New York or something. Oh, my God. And so she, like, set them free in the pond one day. Because I was like, Mom, what happened to the turtles? But now that I'm older, I'm like, they probably just smelled. And she, like, didn't want to take care of them. So she, like, made up the story how, like, it was illegal to have them. What the heck? (laughs) She really... Okay, wait. She tricks me. Thinking of (laughs) saying... This is, like, the dog went to the farm, like... Oh, the dog that died. No, I was thinking of things that parents say are illegal when you're a little kid and you just automatically believe. And the one thing that I always thought was illegal was having the lights on in the car. (laughs) I've seen like memes about that. Okay, why did everyone's parents say that it was illegal? Because they were just like annoyed, I guess. And it is hard to see, but it's. I really don't think it's that much harder to see, though. I don't know. Um, Maybe also, our parents are all just blind. I was thinking today on the plane, like, things that I believed as a child. <laughs> you know how they, like, tell you to turn off all your electronics and, like, put them on airplane mode? Oh, yeah. Fuck that. I used to think that turbulence was caused, like, from people not turning off their electronics. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. Like, if they don't turn off their electronics, like, it's making the plane shake. <laughs> I was like, we're going to go down. Everyone turn off your cell phones. <laughs> Actually, up until almost college, I was super afraid that... I didn't think that it caused turbulence, but I thought that the frequencies would, like, <clears throat> fuck with air traffic control and that they wouldn't be able to land the plane or something that in case of happens, an emergency. Right? Well, maybe, but... That, that's my current understanding. Well, I think that's my current understanding, but now I just don't give a fuck and I never put my phone in airplane mode until I... If anyone I... really knows the rules and the risks, please let us know, because maybe Madison will be motivated to actually turn her phone off. Well, my one of my good friends in college, I was flying with her one time and she like didn't put her phone in airplane mode and was like texting while we were taking off, and I was just like, oh, word. And then nothing happened on the flight, so I just started doing it. Yeah. And now... <laughs> Wow, this is like America as a whole. They're just like, well, I did something and I didn't have any consequences. I didn't so die. I'm just going to keep doing it, even though people tell me not to. But I think that we're going to come to a point in time where all planes are going to have Wi Fi, like for the entire flight for free. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous that they charge you to begin with. And then I don't think you're ever going to have to put your phone on airplane mode or anything. Yeah. Well, that would be dope. That's the goal. I, like, don't care that much because I just like to listen to music. Like, I don't know what I would really do. Yeah, I, mean, I just, text, but, like... I just listen to podcasts. <clears throat> I've bought... That's true. i bought Wi-Fi before just so I could text, but it makes the flight go by faster if you're, oh, like, yeah. texting people. Well, like, when I flew to Germany, like, obviously I was going to buy Wi-Fi. And, like, I think text. I got free Wi-Fi on my, my trip abroad. I didn't. Damn. American Airlines. Oh, I flew United <laughs> or Lufthansa. Oh, actually, no, I flew United to Germany. I usually fly American. Yeah, same. Oh, my God. Why are we the same person? Oh, my God. We were talking about airline credit cards today, too. I'm trying to get that American Airlines credit card. I really want it, too, but it's, like, $200 yearly fee. No, 95 Oh. And the first year is waived. Okay. Well. So, like, in a year and a half-ish from now when I have to buy... But is it worth it? Like, how much cash back would you get? Like, what it's is the equivalent? It's all the miles. You get hella miles. I know, but does that equivalent to more than $95? Yeah, for sure. I feel like and then get... plus you get free checked bags. So if you fly like, what, I like fly like four times, yeah, then it it'll... it pays for itself, right? And I don't know. I just think it's a hundred percent worth it because you get if you spend three thousand in the first three months or something, you get like fifty thousand miles. Yeah, that's two flights. That's true. Damn, that's a good deal. That pays for itself. Um, American Airlines credit card sponsor the sponsor pod. the pod. <laughs> And then we will get the credit cards for free, and then we'll do an honest review. Yeah. We actually could definitely, like, get Uber credit card to sponsor the podcast, because we're all about the Uber credit card. I've already gotten, like, three people to sign up. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. Too bad I don't get, like, referral points. I know. If actually, only. maybe I do. I don't, didn't even check. 
Well, I think you would have to tell them to put your name down as a referral. Yeah, I know. But um, I don't even know if they do that. Oops. They, like, have a good system, though. It's, like, 3% cash back on, like, all alcohol and bars. Yeah. 2% back on, like, online shopping and then 1% on everything else, I think. My, like, finance friend, and he's super smart and lives in London and has a really good finance job, has an Uber credit card. And when I whip my Uber credit card out at dinner one time when we were together... He was like, oh, you have the Uber credit card? I was like, yeah. And he's like, that's a good one to have. And I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, good. I was so proud of myself because I was like, all right, if this, like, really, like, smart finance guy has this card, then I know I'm doing something That makes me feel better because, like, for all I know, like, it could be the worst credit card, but I don't know the difference. No, it's definitely a good one, especially for young adults. Yeah. When I pull it out, people ask me if I drive for Uber. Has that ever happened to you? No. Oh, my God. This has happened to me, like, three times. Why has this never happened to me? <laughs> I'll, like, pull it out to pay for something, and everyone's like, oh, this is cool. Like, Uber credit card. And they're like, so do you like driving for Uber? And I'm like, no, no. I don't drive for Uber. I just ride Uber. like A lot. <laughs> yeah. And I drink a lot and online shop, so how it are has the, good cash back. How is the Uber uh, scene in New York City? Because I don't think I've ever Ubered in New York. I've only taken taxis or the subway. Even the last time I was there, it was right after I turned 21. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Uber was pretty big then, but we weren't really going anywhere where it would have made sense for us to legit call an Uber. So we walked most places, and then we taxied, like, twice. Yeah. I only took the subway once. Like, we took the six back from the Met. But the Uber scene was, like, normal. It's just, like, taxis. Like, we took one taxi, and then the rest Ubers... Honestly, though, everyone there is, like, a shitty driver, and it's so scary. They just, like, swerve around cars, like, barely, like, missing them. It was bad. But, like, they weren't that expensive, and the cars were nice, and yeah. Okay. Our Uber driver today to the airport was, like, 100%, like, foreign. Like, he had his Uber and everything, and, like, uh, it was, like, Chinese or something. Oh, wow. And, yeah, he didn't, like, say a single word to us. Probably because he, like, didn't know a lot of English, yeah, but... I was like, interesting. You could totally just do this and just not talk to anyone. Yeah. I feel like you can make hella money being an Uber driver in New York City. Yeah, but it'd be so stressful. Yeah. You would really have to get used to driving. The running joke for the weekend, I was like, I haven't had the full New York experience till I get hit by a car. So we would like jaywalk all the time because like, I guess that's what people do there. Uh, duh. <laughs> and I do that in Charlotte and people always yell at me here. They're like, people don't jaywalk in Charlotte. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Oh, yeah. Well, I was like in the road i was like just hit me i don't care just hit me with your car (laughs) okay kim they said the city has to pay you or something i think that's a myth that's what they used to say about like college campuses if you get hit like your college tuition's paid for um well i sprained my ankle on campus and i didn't get any sort of compensation and (laughs) it was and it no and it was actually the school's fault 100 percent Really? There was construction going on, and there was this, like, hole in the concrete, and there was no cone or anything around it. And I, like, shoved my heel into the hole. Oh, God. And I thought I broke my ankle. I only sprained it, but... Why don't you sue? I don't know. It was way too much effort. Missed opportunity. I know. I really... I could be a millionaire right now. (laughs) (laughs) That darn pothole. Damn. Um, yeah. The city. Uh, I just don't think I could live there. I love New York. I wish I, I lived too. there just so I could go to a Broadway show every other night, even though I can't afford to do that, but that would be the goal. See, I could afford to live in New York if I, or I could live in New York if I could afford it, one, and if I could afford to, like, live fancy, like. If I was loaded, fuck yeah, sign yeah. me the fuck up. Like, I I'll live want, in a penthouse. On. I would want enough money to live in a nice building, like, where I don't have to worry about, like, rats. Where were you and, like, staying? Midtown? Yeah. Okay, that's a good location to be. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, like, Murray Hill area, I guess. Okay. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I like, mean, it was so weird. Like, we were walking, and um, on Friday, like, a school bus just, like, popped up, like, on the sidewalk. Not up on the sidewalk. Like, <laughs> pulled up. And just, like, two kids got out and, like, got into this – or, like, walked into this – um like, super nice building. I was like, okay, like, see you Monday. And I was like, the fact that there's, like, school buses, like, in the middle of the city, I mean, I know, obviously, but, like, it, I don't know why. It just, like, <laughs> it is weird. blew my mind. It and is these weird. kids, you know that they're, like, super wealthy. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen the, um, the real-life version of Gossip Girl? What do you mean? Okay, so there was this, uh, like, documentary series, kind of. Wait, how do I not know about this? Um, 
it's on Netflix, or oh it, sh- it should be, and it's it's not called Gossip Girl, but, I mean, they basically tried to model it after Gossip Girl, but it follows these kids that are, like, real-life rich kids that live on the Upper East Side in Manhattan and, like, go to private schools in New York City. Uh-huh. And the way they live their lives, you're like, holy fuck. Like, yeah, this is like real. mind-blowing. Like, I mean, being, like, us, like, we're pretty, like, normal people, and we, like, know, like you know, people that are super wealthy or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. these people live in another fucking world. I know. And the thing is, they – it's normal to them. Like, it's crazy. Especially when you grow up being rich. Like, kids, they just know nothing else. Yeah. Like, this one kid, literally, his life was, like, Chuck Bass. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Wait, I have to watch this. I've yeah. watched Gossip Girl, like, four times all the way through. I'm yeah. I, I forgot the name of the show, but I watched it one time because it came up in my recommendations after watching Gossip Girl for probably, like, the 17th time. That's so interesting. Yeah, it took, like, everything in me to not, like, sit down and take a picture sitting on the Met steps. Wait, why didn't you? <laughs> I 100%. If we were there together. There too many people, and I was like, okay. If we were cold. there together, though, I would have made sure it happened. Yeah. And well, our caption would have been some Gossip Girl quote. Of course. Blair and Serena, like. Are we Blair and Serena? Who do you think is Blair and who do you think Serena? I don't know. So I've gone back and forth in who I think I am like 17 times. Like I can't decide. I feel like you're Serena. But yeah, I think I am. Yeah. I've always considered myself more of a Blair. Yeah. I thought I was a Blair for a little period of time and then I was like, nah. Yeah. I think I'm Blair because I'm more like high strung. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of are. Wait, speaking of... (laughs) I, I would like to take something up with uh, all the Millies because apparently when I met Ryan, one of the Millies this weekend, he said, like, I tweeted about this, but like, quote unquote, was like, I'm going to be honest, like, I thought from listening to the podcast that like Madison would be like the more fun one to hang out with, but like, you're actually like pretty fun. And I was like <laughs> flattered, but like insulted at the same time. I was like, wait, do people that listen think that I'm like not fun? I'm like confused. You're the single one. Right? Like, I know that I can, like, be uptight sometimes, but, like, I like to let my hair down on the weekends. Like, give me a break. That makes you sound more uptight. (laughs) I like like to let let my my hair down. I know, I sound like a narc or something. (laughs) Fucking narc. Also, Ryan was like, yeah, I just feel like Madison, like, does drugs and, like, just has fun. I was like, what? We talked about this. This is an anti-drug podcast. So, Kim and him are FaceTiming me. From New York City, like, drunk, and I'm, like, <laughs> lying in this bed, like, in my boyfriend's parents' house, and he's, like, so are you, like, hammered right now? I was, like, I've had one beer, and he's, like, wow, like, lame, like, this does not fit your, like, brand, like, I thought that you would be, like, way more of a party girl. Yeah. And I was, like, I mean, I am kind of a party girl, but, like, I'm at my boyfriend's parents' house, like, what do you expect? And then, yeah, he's, like, accusing me of doing drugs and stuff. I'm, like, I don't do drugs. (laughs) And I told him you were upset, and he was, like, oh. And then he apologized. But, I I mean, I like to to get down and have a good time, but, like. It's funny because I feel like that's almost my brand, even though, like, I don't want it to be. But I just feel like the amount of times I catch myself talking about being hungover and going out, I'm, like, shit, like. Well, I mean, I feel like we both (laughs) talk about that every weekend. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, if we go somewhere, you're, like, oh, like, I don't want to drink. And I'm always, like. Wait, I do? <laughs> well, not always, but, like, if we go somewhere, you would say that, like, openly, but I feel like sometimes even when I, like, don't want to drink, I'm like, I should just get one. Eh, I've been peer pressured <laughs> a few times. And... Like, last night, everyone was kind of, like, tired after drinking all day, and, like, um, everyone was like, yeah, like, I don't know, it's, like, a struggle for me to drink, like, I don't know if I want to go out, and I was like, people, it's New York City, like. No, if I were in New York with you, I would have been pounding back shots with you. Yeah. For the record. Okay, good, good to know. Because it's New York City. Well, you could have came. What kind of club were you guys at? It was, like, the New York City version of, like, a Roxbury. Oh, So, it was called, uh, Bowery Electric. (gasps) Wait, okay. I've heard of this, I feel like. Yeah, and you walk in, and it's just, like, a normal, like, um, bar at the top, and then you have to, like, buy a ticket to go downstairs, and then it's, like, a club, like, a Roxbury-type club, where it's, like, kind of, like, 80s-themed, and um, there's, like, lights and, like, a DJ, and That's they so play, fun. like, old music and stuff. Um, I had this, like, giant coat on, because, like, obviously it's cold as shit there, but you still want to look cute, so I was wearing, like, a long-sleeve romper with, like, uh, tights under it and, like, booties. Yeah. And then just, like, my big coat. And there was, like, a line to get into coat check. She was like, oh, I'm all full. So we had to, like, wait for people to, like, come up and get their coat and leave. 
and then like check the code. I'm yeah, like, this is so annoying. This reminds me. I don't have to me, worry about this in Charlotte. No, this reminds me of when I was in Milan because obviously there was a huge club scene there, and we would go to like these intense techno clubs. They were so fun though. I went through such a huge techno stage in music. <laughs> Because it was so European. And Actually, I was, like, low-key in a German rap for a little bit. Oh, my God. Italian <laughs> Italian and German rap. I've listened to German rap. But I went through an... Is Ita- this going to be our outro music? <laughs> Dude, I have, I have a good Italian rap song. You have a banger? An Italian rap song? Um, I don't so know funny. if anyone follows the blogger, The Blonde Salad. She's um, Italian. She's from Milan. <clears throat> and her boyfriend is an Italian... Or husband now. They just got married is an Italian rapper and I'm like obsessed with him anyway um yeah so funny so I went through this huge techno phase but I remember there was this one club that we would go to in Milan called Alcatraz yeah it's the biggest club ever there's cage dancers and shit like it's next level you and I would thrive we need to go to Milan together to go to this club yeah um but I remember they had coat checks and there was one (laughs) night where there was like no room like you said and we were so determined to get in that we're all out here like tying our like huge like fur coats and like puffy jackets around our waist yeah and it like completely ruined the aesthetic of our outfits and I have a picture of myself in the club wearing this like super cute outfit with like a fur coat tied around my waist holding a drink just like fuck it like let's get lit last night was the only place that i actually bought kochak because it was like it's worth it sometimes. yeah and like when we were going downstairs he was like oh it gets so hot down there and like you're gonna be like dancing and stuff so yeah. you're actually gonna want to check your coat but mm-hmm. i mean everywhere else i totally rocked like the the waistband tie yeah sometimes you gotta yeah that's why i hate going out in the winter oh I know. It ruins the It was, like, raining last night. We were going out. Everything, like, in the world was against us going out last night, but I was still, like, having a great time. Well, I'm glad that you were having a great time because (laughs) I feel like you could be the kind of person that's like, oh. But I I knew, like, how to avoid feeling like that because if I drink all day, like, let's say if I go to a tailgate, I can't Mm -hmm. do the nap and then, like, rally. Yeah. No nap and rally. We are not napping. I have to like slow down and like keep drinking. Slow down, eat, keep drinking. Yeah. And then go out again. That was like like Nashville. We did the same thing. Right. Like you just can't stop because like when you... Can't stop, won't stop people. (laughs) When your hangover hits you at like 4.30 p.m., it sucks. Or like 7 p.m. Oh. Like you have to shower like just like make sure you're just like keep drinking like at least like just like a half a drink, one drink an hour. One drink an hour. Yeah. You got to keep the buzz going. Yeah. Wow, I feel like I've been so pure this weekend. I've had, I had like a total of two glasses of wine last night. I'm feeling fresh, ready to start at my new office tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ugh, I'm pissed that I have work tomorrow. Oh, same. I also, they made me bring my, what is it called? The, the huge computer thing? Your desktop? Not the desktop, not like the screen. What is the, You're the, like- no, not the Your monitor. server? I don't know. Someone's going to be screaming into the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Whatever it's called. The huge the huge part. Not the monitor. The other thing. Yeah. Like the hard drive type thing. Yeah. The compute. The actual computer. Right. It has all the data and shit in it. God, we're such idiots. Okay. <laughs> anyway, they made me take it from my old office to my new office. So I'm about to be rolling up to my new office tomorrow morning. I don't have a key. And I'm just going to walk in with this, like, huge-ass thing trying to figure out. I don't even know where my desk is. You're going to be like, hey, I'm here. And Someone help. It's just going to be so awkward. I don't know what I'm going to do. But the dope thing about my new office is my hours are slightly more relaxed. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to be in at 7.30 on the dot. I just have to be in the office by 8. Nice. So, but um, I'm going to go early tomorrow. Cause I should have to work between 9 and 9.30. Yeah, fuck you, Kim. <laughs> I can't do that. But now I feel like I'm so used to going in early, I kind of like it. I'm productive in the morning. Oh, I honestly am so much better when I get up earlier and, like, get to work earlier. But yeah. when I sleep in and, like, get to work by, like, 9, it takes me until, like, 11.30 to become productive. Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck, is it lunchtime yet? And then I eat lunch. And after lunch, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of tired. Yeah. I definitely dip down in productivity after lunch. Yeah. That's why I like to take a, like, one o'clock lunch. So that when I get back, it's only, like, three hours. Yeah. That is, like, a power move. Like, you start to get hungry, and it's, like, noon. You're like, okay, well, I've already waited this long. Like, I can just wait another hour. That's that's always my go-to. <laughs> I always wait until one o'clock unless I have 
some sort of like company or like team lunch or something. Yeah. Because in that case, my office is like psycho. <laughs> They'll call at like eleven o'clock. I'm like, oh my god, it's too Ugh, early. No. And then you get back at like twelve thirty, and you're like, fuck. So yeah. Have, like the rest of the day. Yeah. Jeez, I guess that makes sense because you get in earlier, but like. <laughs> 11 o'clock post grad props for me yeah 11 o'clock i'm like nah yeah hmm. well hmm. um i feel like i had an adult award to talk about did you this week yeah what that you didn't vomit on a plane <laughs> <laughs> well that yes um well now i can't think of it but do you have any adult awards yeah <clears throat> Well, I met the parents successfully. I feel yeah. like that's that's an adult award. That's true. Um, and I don't know. It's restaurant week. I'm trying to make a reservation. Oh yeah, can we go somewhere? Well, um, or are you going with Ross? No. Uh, I think I'm going with a group of people that you're also invited to come with. Oh. To a restaurant on Wednesday and then to a comedy show in Noda. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, hashtag broke but cultured up yeah. in here. Yeah, I really want to go, so you're more than welcome to join. Cool. I also, what I need an adult award for is I need to take down my Christmas decorations. <laughs> but I yeah. don't know if I'm going to win an award for that. <laughs> it's going to be done by next Sunday. By the by the time we record the next podcast, my Christmas decor will be down. All right. If this is true, I will award you with an adult award okay. next Sunday. Okay. Keep me accountable because it needs to happen this week. We've been, me and my roommate have been saying we're taking our tree down for the past two weeks and we're approaching February and it needs to come down. Yeah. So that's, that's my goal. Um, I don't like, feel like I don't have anything planned this weekend, which is nice. Same. I'm going, we just chilling. I'm going on Saturday to get fitted for a bridesmaid dress though. Oh God. So don't even talk to so me about exciting. don't talk to me about weddings, engagements. If I hear about one more couple getting engaged, I swear to God, it's yeah. like swarming my life. I know it really is. And pregnant people. Yeah. Nah. Well, they're lost, right? Well, I mean, maybe they're gain, but <laughs> we'll be there one day. We'll be podcasting one day when one of us gets engaged, but that's far, far, far down the line. <laughs> I would just love if I, like, came out of left field and just shocked everyone, got, like, a super serious boyfriend and got married before, like, all of my friends. I feel like it might happen. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You would be that girl. I'm kind of rooting for that ending for myself. Like. I'm rooting for it for you. Hopeless romantic. I hope I just bump into somebody at a coffee shop and they're really rich and want to buy me a nice place in New York City. And I was going to say, <laughs> your ring's about to be. I'm just kidding. It's not about money. I just want to find someone who I love and who loves me. Love and happiness, that's the goal, right? Right. That and... Money them- doesn't matter unless you're, unless you're a broke boy, then don't talk to me. <laughs> unless you're a broke boy. I don't... Yeah. I'll break up with you on Facebook if you're a broke boy. Oh, yeah. Also, um, we have... I know I posted about t-shirts on Twitter and stuff, so... We have very exciting news. T-shirts are on the way. Legit. Like... Like a, they're they're like <laughs> we don't want to say too much. They're in the air, probably. Yeah. Or in transit somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but there will be enough for some of the Millies. Some. Yeah, it's like a special edition. This is a special edition shirt, but we're gonna have more and more merch as time goes on. So. Yeah, we're we're in a current email thread about shirts. So yeah, we're we're figuring it all out slowly but surely. Maybe maybe hats to come. Maybe. Let us know if you're interested in that. Yeah. Also, thanks to everyone who actually did leave us a review on iTunes. We didn't notice that there were, like, seven new reviews because um, they you have to scroll down really far yeah, to find them. Yeah, it doesn't, like, notify you or anything. Yeah, it's kind of bullshit, but keep leaving us reviews and we'll yeah, share them. they're great. Super nice, and we're glad that you guys are fans. I love the ones that say that, like, somebody recommended it to them, so keep telling your friends and... Tell a friend. Just spread the love. Put us on your Instagram story. Yeah. I love that. We'll repost you guys. <clears throat> yeah. That's my favorite when people like tag us in their Instagram story. We always repost. So. We're really just trying to get to 100 ratings and, you know, hopefully 100 reviews one day. Right. And then, yeah, we'll see where the next steps take us from there. It's episode 25, so I mean, like... This is, like, a big milestone for us. 25 eps. Yeah. Plus, plus a bunch of happy half hours. That's true. A handful. <laughs> We should do more. Yeah, we're working on that. If you have any good uh, topic 
recommendations for Happy a Half Hour coming up. Yeah, let us know. You let can always know. like DM us or like tweet at us like Monday or Tuesday. We usually do them like Tuesday night or Wednesday night. Yeah. So just let us know. All right. Um, yeah. It's been another great edition. The sun's setting. It's like the end to the Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Well, no Sunday fun day today. Enjoy some Italian rap and the outro music. Love you. Una vacanza al mare, in Italia meglio non farsi operare.